and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. You know, I'm going to look like a total tit if that's not in the same key as I finished the jingle at. No, it will be. It, it will, will be. be. Okay, okay. It will be. Because it's so ingrained in my head at the moment. All yeah. I've done is sing that. Yeah, no, no, that is and, proper. And that is it. proper spot on. Yeah. I'm Alex, by the way. Now, <laughs> podcasting equivalent of buying and building a barbecue, and then there's a gas shortage in London. Oh. Uh, is there a gas yeah, shortage a, in London? Apparently so, mate. Apparently so. Or maybe there isn't. Maybe I've just been fobbed off by two. Achoo! Petrol oh my stations. Goodness. Bless you. Oh, sorry. Two petrol stations. So, so you went to some petrol I, petrol stations and you couldn't get any gas. Yeah, so I went to Shoppers and I went back there to get some groceries. <laughs> and then they said, "Little uh, little reference." Yeah, just Mate, a little reference oh. there. Little reference there. Did you I also mean, buy I a mean, barbecue? Are... Did you also buy a barbecue? I got barbecue. Right, yeah, okay. Got, got barbecue. Yeah, it's a really nice barbecue. Do you want me to send you a photo of the barbecue? Uh, on you, the can, you can do it later. Live. You, you can do it later. I'll it's send you. Got your phone out? I've, yeah, I've got. I've always got my phone out. I'll send it. Um. If any of you are interested, it's a it's a char char boil, um number number four or char boil. Just Google char boil so you can be in on this. This is this is so you can be part of the experience. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know. Oh right? my goodness! Ooh. Silver, it's silver. Um, so you yeah, so so that's that's there. Yeah. Um, I can send you photos of other things. So I'm still setting the house up. Um, yeah. But uh, all going well. Got some bikes as well. It's pretty good. Maybe chat about those offline. Oh, yeah. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm sure, I'm sure the listeners really want to hear about your new bicycles. They want to hear about that. Yeah, they want to hear <laughs> any of this sort of stuff. Um, but we've already interjected twice because we're. I, I'm so keen to stop this palaver, this this talking of nonsense and stuff, Alex. Yeah. Because I want to get straight change. into this. I just want to get straight because... Oh my god! I mean, we are not a talking of nonsense and sending photos of barbecues to each other. Do you think it's a good barbecue, by the way? I mean, as a barbecue expert, I would say yes. Yeah, yes. Of <laughs> the barbecue, I would yeah. say yes. No, I've got some get, tongs. Guess I can what's give missing? You. I can go, I've got. I've got some it... tongs. I can give you. I've got like huge oh. lightsaber tongs, which I'm, oh yeah, you do. I'm not yeah. going to give you, but obviously, I can't okay. use but them. You, you, you just said that you would give them to me. It's really awkward because you did just say that, and I've got it on recording. You now. do, you do. Um. But but that's uh, yeah that's really good. But yeah yeah I mean the, the what guess what's missing from that photo obviously is gas. Oh gas yeah the photo. gas yeah. I said guess and then I said um, there. Um, but of course we are not that kind of music. Um, we're not that kind of music and movies podcast because we are of course a music and movies <laughs> podcast and barbecuing. And each week we talk about some of the little hidden gems that you believe are going to be good you've got every um you've got every justification to say why it would be good and then when it happens and it is good it blows your freaking mind yeah. um that's the that's the description of the only thing that we do on this podcast and uh -huh. everything else we don't do on this podcast so it's quite a niche no, thing i'm actually yeah, quite impressed really... i'm actually quite impressed that we managed to churn out content every week actually with that yeah. tiny little mission brief because my goodness um so obviously we're doing we're doing come from away and we 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 talked about this last week uh, and we're obviously doing this because for the same reason that Apple released this which is it's the 20th anniversary well it was 20th anniversary of 9/11 yeah. and they graced us with this amazing uh film 
of a play. What do we call these, Alex? What, what do we? Because we've I obviously think, had Hamilton. I think film of a play is probably the best one. I mean, Hamilton or wasn't a musical. Even, Hamilton wasn't even the first one, though, was it? Because you remember we used to watch that VHS of like Les Mis and. Well, you we say we. I've never watched. it. Yeah, you did. Sort of, uh, you no, know, I wouldn't we, lower myself to that. Wheeled, I wouldn't. wheeled the telly out in music in music class back in school. I never did that. I was really? no. I never. No, I never was part of that. No, because uh, I actually had a good education. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. as opposed to your music education, oh, wherever school, did, did wherever, we, wherever you did, went. Did we to. not go to the same school? Yeah, but my teacher was much better right. and taught me a lot more things okay, and stuff okay. like this. I don't know what your teacher yeah. taught you or if there was any there for you at all yeah. or any other parts in your right, okay. <laughs> any parts of your life. I uh, I just but I, I I think musical film is the way that we'll call it. it's a nice catchy title. A isn't musical it? Maybe film. something else. Uh, a milm. A milm. A milm. Yeah. A Could milm. Just call it a musical. How about that? A few No, a fusical. We're doing a fusical. it. It's a fusical oh because they're fusing all the components of the film and it's a film musical. I'm it's there. Oh, you're coined. a genius, mate. We're named it. It's I can't a fusical. Believe I ever doubted you know, you. that would make if that would make sense. If you went, Oh, come from away is on Apple Music, it's a fusical. They would go, it's a what? And you and then you would go one more time, think about yeah. it, and they would go, Got it. Fusical, we're done it. Uh coined. It, Coin. And do you know what was? I think what was a little bit different, and we, we'll get into everything about this from from all our perspectives. But something I guess to talk around is, I guess more of a question. And I think I know the answer, which is obviously there is. It it, it starts by showing the first, uh, um, I guess the the opening night back after they yeah. they called it. They didn't call it quarantine or pan. They called it something else. Lockdown, it was weird. Right? Locked up. Yeah, they didn't call it that. They called it something else, um, which is a bit odd. But 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 it's the first one back. But I think it, again, like Hamilton, it was probably over a couple of different nights yeah. that they filmed this, and they also did the the no audience in the room so they could get the close ups. And I thought the close ups in this were much better than we'd seen in Hamilton, especially some of the really quick camera pans. You know, the whole sequence where they're talking about the shoppers oh, bit yeah, and yeah. the way the camera pans. And, and also because what, what we did, what happened in this was the cameras were also coming in from the side of the stage as well. Yeah. And you had all the musicians around the side, which, so I think the fusicals are getting better, mate. It's, uh, yeah, they're, no, they're it's, only a, it's a really interesting point, actually. It's not something that I had uh, spotted when I was watching it. But I think you're probably right, actually, because now that I think back on it, I do remember quite a few shots that I was like, oh, my goodness, they're really, yeah. really going ham on these uh, on these shots here. Get it, get yeah, it the beans. Yeah. I appreciate that. So it obviously come from a way it's set around the true story of the 38 aircraft that were redirected to uh, Gander in New, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Um, Newfoundland, as Newfoundland. they call it. And they were there for, for five days. I think it was about 7,000. People were there, and and I, I I summarize this like Maddie said it best, and we were chatting about it at work today. It's not the sort of musical that'll make you cry, as such. There's some sad moments in it, but it makes you shiver. It makes you just it 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 makes you just the warm and fuzzies, but in almost like an in all way, because the real star of the show is human kindness. Yeah. And oh, it's such an uplifting tale. And but, did you? But is it? But 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 is it? That was another point I have because, especially in one of the other songs, the end songs, it's not like nobody really wins from it, and they they spin it into a good story. But it's an adult story. Like there's some real adult themes throughout yeah. this, and it's and it's 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 not always uplifting. It, it's you know there's quite a lot of like unresolved things and sad endings throughout well, it as well. I think but that, it's realistic. I think that's what it's gives realistic. it the weight. I think, yeah. I think the tone, if you had to put it in a camp, 
I think you would put it in the uplifting camp, but it has like a weight that like underpins all of it. Yes. And yeah, and, you're right. And a lot of that is due to the assumption of your knowledge of the main event, i.e. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other, you know, the other reading between the lines of what these characters are actually going through while these islanders are trying to make them welcome and have a really, really nice time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it is an amazing, an amazing story, an amazing feat. And, and I, and it's funny because when you, when you get explained, you know, when you say oh, sorry, it's a musical about 9-11, every, I, I said to a few people and they're like, what? Really? He goes, no, no, but it's... Somebody made a no, musical about 9-11? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, uh, uh, do you know what? Um, there's a little trivia piece and I don't know anyone else who'll be connecting the dots. In one of the series of skins, there is literally one of the storylines is they're doing a musical about 9-11 and Wait, you can go on and you can listen to hang it. Hang on, hang on though. What, in yeah. one of the original series of skins? Yeah, yeah. When did that yeah. come out? Yeah, it's in series two of Skins. Yeah, but and that was Naughties, though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's like within I, that's like within five years of it actually happening. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, that's a bit on, that's and they a bit do, on the nose, they, isn't it? It's it's quite good because this the the it's like um the lyrics in that are um then came the day Osama blew us away. Oh Osama my blew god! Us away. And it's and it's it's actually quite funny if you watch it. Like Ooh. you forget Skins is a comedy, man. You forget it's um there's a lot of funny stuff in those first two seasons. <laughs> anyway, um I I was explaining this to people. You know, it's a, a musical about nine eleven and stuff, and and it is a bit odd and jarring. And then when you go, no, no, it's because it's about the story about all the redirected flights. And again, and you even dig into it. And then I go, and what the, what's the next thing I gravitate towards? I go, but it's all traditional. It's like folk music. Yeah. And you go, that's it. Like if you go, what is this thing about? It's a real event that happened that wasn't in the limelight yeah. that people are really only revisiting now, and they use folk music to tell the story. Yeah. Of human kindness yeah, and community, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, community, I'm all in. Yeah, like that's just ticking so many boxes. It does. I have a question. Go did you it, know this story before this musical? No, no, I didn't. Neither did I. No, I didn't. No, and because honestly, I like it. I like it as well. But it also makes me wonder about all the other stories. Oh yeah, but yeah, all yeah. the other stories. You know, this was like. In in history, this will always be remembered as like a, a cataclysmic event. Yeah. Like when 9-11 happened. And honestly, I, I feel like 90% of what I know about it is all encapsulated in just the images of the towers mm. um and the smoke and mm. the res and the rescues uh, the rescue workers and things like mm. that. But the, the the scope of that day is so much wider. Yeah, than just New yeah. York. I watched actually. I don't know how many of them you watch. All the all the different channels have got tons of nine eleven content at the moment. Mm. I think mm. BBC's got like two or three little programs. Netflix has yeah. got a handful. Yeah, Channel Four's yeah. got five of them. Um, yeah. it, it's a bit mad. I watched uh, one of the BBC ones, which was inside the president's war room which right. was basically tracking his movements throughout the whole day. And I had no idea because I feel like a lot of, there's been a lot of like rhetoric about, you know, criticizing George Bush about, you know, where he, where he was at the time. And yeah, well, well, I think, I think the real criticism came from when he, there's a point it's on film where he clearly gets told what has happened. Yeah. And the aide moves away and he just sits there and you can see him just contemplating it. Yeah, well, and... the thing is, though, 
um, in this program, they actually get um, President Bush into, you know, talk through that day. Mm. And you get a little insight into his thinking. And he was really thinking, well, no, I mean, there needs to be more information. Can't incite a panic. Just going to just going to do it. And it's a really, really great program, actually. Really, really great program. Mm. I highly recommend a watch to anyone that's listening and has access to the BBC iPlayer. But yeah, but that to bring it back to come from away. You just get all these little stories of all these people dealing with something that's happening a thousand miles away or however yeah. however far away it is and feeling the repercussions and 20 throughout. years ago and 20 yeah. years ago and it's and, still and really palpable and it's yeah it's really definitely. grabs you it's a very relatable musical and i think for a lot you know a lot of things like one of the reasons why um you know hamilton reignited a lot of like you know sort of people you know, the common the common person to musicals was the relatability of the music and the you know the style of music whereas actually this is almost the opposite way where it's actually quite traditional folk styles and themes and and very clever folk themes and folk instrumentation and yeah. and, and really clever you know all almost reminiscent of the king and i or my fair lady esque style mm-hmm. musical numbers mm-hmm. and you know very long sweeping things but using a totally different um, type of, of instrument not even anything from the orchestra as such and the content of what you're watching is actually the relatable thing not the music yeah you know people are drawn to it because same reason it's the question i'll ask you and uh, you know listeners i'm sure you've asked this yourself before but where were you when the planes hit the towers where were you mate i well i was probably in the same place that you were but a year later than you i was in primary yeah. school yeah but can you can you remember what can you because i remember seeing it on the tv i was I remem- at friends i remember house. seeing it i think everyone's well i mean everyone from where we were and at, at our age um probably has the similar experience whereas where i went home and on that particular day i was going home to my grandparents my grandparents mm. were looking after me and my sisters uh after school mm, mm. Uh, and we went around there and they were just watching the telly. Yeah, yeah. And they said, you need to sit there and you need to watch the telly and you need to remember this. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, I, I had a I had a, one, a, a weird event with it because I remember my mom crying watching the TV and I was at a friend's house and it was my mom, my mom's friend's house, and you know, I was friends with the, but but we were all there, and and the two women, my mom and a friend, they were crying watching the television, and me and my friend walked in, and and we didn't really, I mean, to the memory, I still remember seeing the screen, seeing this, the pictures on TV, and not really understanding it, like I couldn't really comprehend it, um, not really understanding it, and um, I was. Well, I was nine years old at yeah, the time, but, and you were you were a bit I, thick as well when you were a bit younger. So you, so bit you thick, didn't really understand I was a little, what was happening. You, know, you always I, had to I like click nine, in your direction to sort of get you to like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I bet you've kept up when ordering a restaurant, aren't you? You do that waiters <laughs> yeah, and stuff, it, don't yeah. you, Garcon? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I but I was nine at the time, and you do you you don't have a full grasp on what something means at nine years old and i do remember a little voice in my head as soon as like i'd been watching it for about 10 minutes is it the same voice in your head that still tells you to do bad things no no no, absolutely but after after watching for about 10 minutes and this is a truly terrible thing to admit but i was nine i was watching for about 10 minutes and i'm going boring but is 
but but is CBBC yeah, still it's coming? It's boring, on? isn't it? It's boring the news when you're nine, isn't it? Is is CBBC yeah. still coming on? Uh, this is about the time for the wild thornberries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's Nigel Thornberry been up to? Yeah, what's oh, Nigel what's Thornberry been doing during all this? Twat with a mustache. <laughs> But you know, and, and you know, people... oh Eliza, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheese and ham. Would you like a, what was a, a cheese and tomato? I bet you didn't think you'd be coming. I bet you didn't think you'd be coming onto yeah. the podcast and talking. about I gave another movies, Tim Curry quote from a different film or series that he's in, and you didn't notice it was a, it was from Home Alone Two that we referenced. Oh. Back to New York, of course. You see, it's all connected. Oh yeah, very but, good. But, but the um, you, but you're right. And I remember there's a quote actually in um, in Peep Show of all places that summarizes this really well. And it's like one of these little flippant statements that one of them says. And Jez basically just goes, do you know, I've, I've, I think the problem with my life is I've just been bored since 9-11. And I'm like, that's, oh my God. that's, that's such a, that's such oh a funny piece of God. writing. Because it, it was just like a, such a pinnacle point in history. Anyway, come from away. Yeah. So... I guess the best thing to do is just to go through this song at a time and let's just and let's just get cracking. Now Yeah. And I I have another question right up yeah. top. Are we assuming that the accent is Newfoundland? Newfoundland. It, I think so. Right. Yeah. How can it sound that close to Irish? I know it is very it's very close to Irish, isn't it? Because honestly, because by the way, I saw this I saw this show in the West End like before COVID. I saw this like ah, two years I ago. I had tickets to see it in May of 2020 and I obviously didn't get a chance to go. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I I think I went it was like October cool. or November 2019 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it was it was astonishing there. I think I actually preferred it to this version. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry, sorry, original Broadway cast. I'm I'm sticking nice, with my nice. West End peeps. But um yeah, and I was th- and I was watching it going. It's like, well, wait, they're all they're all Irish. Did did, yeah, did a bunch of planes yeah. land on an Irish island? It's all it's all folk yeah, music. And they, it all no, it all tracks. But then they're like, no, I, I I'm hearing I'm hearing Newfoundland Newfoundland, but they're saying it weird. I don't know, like what yeah. what's going on. And I love and obviously they reference the accents quite a lot when all the different accents are there and they're trying to they're trying to communicate with each other. And um, I did think that some of them so like. Um, Jen, uh, Jen Colella, so play who plays um, basically Beverly Bass, who was the captain, real person. Who uh, I, there isn't. I mean, yeah. like the best thing about this story is there isn't really a, a hero as such. It's the, everyone's the hero. No, but if 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 there's yeah. one main character, it's her. Oh, and we'll, we will we will act, get on her we will get onto that. But so it is but it is wonderful. Part... It's liquid. It's liquid. It's so liquid. Warm it's, it's southern just, it's Texan. Dripping. But then when she yeah. tries to do the Irish accent, it's horrible. Do you know what I mean? Like you can hear her as a net, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's an Irish accent. But it's not an Irish accent, is it? It's Newfoundland. A Newfoundland accent. I don't think of. Just get getting getting the the accent bashing out of the way, but it's it's not as bad as the guy doing the English accent. Yeah, I thought it was quite funny. I'm sorry, it was. I I loved that guy. He was charming yeah. on stage. Oh, the accent was not good, mate. I'm sorry. So it, the, the the original people who wrote it were uh, David Hine and Ari Sankoff. So so basically they're like a, a, they're they're a married couple um in in Canada and they they basically have, they've they've written us sort of a whole load of shows and musical theatre and plays and stuff. Um, and and this was this is largely the sort of the, the most famous thing that they've done, um, but what's amazing is just the the lyrics and the music and everything. It, it's almost like from seasoned professionals, isn't it? You know, it's it's almost like it comes toe to toe with, um, you know, with your your Lin Manuel Miranda's or or, or your um, 
um oh what's what's your 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 musical um name oh, another musical it's, composer it, it, no it, it's the one who looks like the turtle he well, looks andrew like old... lloyd webber yeah exactly right <laughs> it's we see lord you, see, andrew yeah, exactly. lloyd webber you got it from turtle to be, be fair caught him whilst he's drinking see yeah but you got it wrong the, the 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 going theory is that he's a frog oh is he a frog not a turtle yeah yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. i i i totally understand what it is that you are saying no i i just i know i'd be interested to hear some of their other compositions yeah Absolutely. me too just, to, I hadn't really just heard. to hear that because this is something that i've been going through with um lin-manuel miranda actually is ever since hamilton um i'd, I'd heard other lin-manuel stuff before i think probably the first thing i ever was exposed to was probably moana actually you know the disney film yeah yeah and i'll be honest i, I wasn't overly taken by it at the time because i don't think it was like a full lin-manuel showcase yeah, yeah, yeah. right whereas hamilton is just is literally yeah. the lin-manuel show like it like the 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 rhythms and the melodies and the chords and everything are just all him and it's throughout yeah. the show and it's like three hours of it and it's glorious and then after being exposed to hamilton then going yeah. back to something like moana i can hear the style and i can hear like the sort of like autographs through it and i really like mm. hearing those kind of compositional autographs yeah yeah uh in you know modern art forms you know as if because ob obviously my yeah. you know my, my big thing that i studied was obviously classical music so i can hear all that in like all the classical composers so you know beethoven and mozart and all and all that and i and i've never really appreciated sure, the sure. more modern art forms like 21st century musicals and frankly uh pop and rock artists um to a large extent not 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 a complete yeah. extent obviously I, I do appreciate a lot of those artists having their individual styles but not i think there's a lot of generic as well but i've i really enjoyed uh, discovering lin-manuel and i and i kind of suspect that these guys for come from away um probably have their own signatures as well well i think and i think you know they're canadian but i i it's newfoundland music like this is traditional newfoundland music is what it's described as as well so it's almost right like, okay welcome to the rock hello sorry about that we, we might sound a little different just there hopefully um, we sound a little bit better i think we sound a little bit worse and that do is we? because i we think had that enough... very much depends on uh, what what you do with it well we, it? exactly it's going to be totally down to how i do it in post-production and i i just can't like i can't compete um it basically we had another shrek the other shrek incident um where we had a shrek you know shrekingly bad time i'd pushed that out of my that? memory because the idea of you know i love recording these podcasts but the idea of failing and doing it twice just <laughs> and i'm sure you feel the same, so, same yeah, yeah i do, like, I do. Oh my so God. so we yeah i mean just just very quickly we, we did we managed to run through the track list but we um but we uh yeah it was a corrupted file or whatever i, can't, I don't quite know what happened so we've, we've, we've had another shot but but actually it's, it's good because for two reasons one we've got exactly the same notes because we're now at the section where we want to talk through all of the tracks and two I've been listening to this musical even more since oh we last recorded, so I've got even You're more bloody more notes. Obsessed. Um, my so God. I, I'm basically what I want to talk about is the first four tracks because the first four tracks they just hit you and then they hit you and then they hit you and I don't think it's until Darkness and Trees where you actually like take a second to breathe and that is the first like half hour of the show basically. So you've got Welcome to the Rock. 
it, and I love it how it introduces the whole musical with just that drum, like that drum that just, uh, I, 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 I can't remember the name of the instrument, you know the kind of Irish drum with a double, and you kind yeah. of hit it with your wrist and you've got it hold up, it's maybe like the size of a 16 inch pizza. I do everything in pizzas, by the way, yeah, yeah, I can't say 16 inches. That, <laughs> that is scientific measurements right there, my days. It's more like a 12 inch pizza, just say 12 inch. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> um, What's also quite nice about like Welcome to the Rock and, and there are thirty eight planes, but it's it's the introdu- introduction of like the kind of the the Irish flute, like the penny whistle almost that just plays all the way throughout, um, and there's a couple of really lovely violin motifs like the kind of fiddle I'm, we're going to call it the fiddle because it's more appropriate when, when a fiddle is this is a fiddle more than a violin isn't it? very much more than the fiddle. i mean it's the it's the same instrument i get a little i get a little <laughs> bit of a twitch when trad when trad musicians go out yeah. to fiddle not a violin i yeah. go it's the same fucking instrument. <laughs> yeah. It's not, but like, I think it's, it's how a you different play way it. of. It is a different. It is a different way of playing it. Right. And, you know, I'm a little bit salty about that because I'm a I'm a, I'm a classically trained musician. I have little to no training in traditional music whatsoever, which is a bit of a sore point because obviously I am Scottish and yeah. I and I was brought up in the culture and I we really play do a little bit and I really do it. enjoy folk music and I think I've got a a, a natural ear for it mm. but i don't know any of the jargon i don't yeah. I, I, I if if somebody were to ask me to come to a folk jam session i would not know my arse from my but, elbow but, but we would I we really should wouldn't. do that we should do that sometime like oh man wait, wait this is an offline conversation i bloody love folk music i bloody love folk music um <laughs> it is fantastic it is isn't it and, and specifically on the fiddle part what i really like is in the track welcome to the rock when it's obviously introducing all the characters and some of the dialogue's amazing and, and it's you know it's the kind of it, it they dispel the kind of newfoundland dry wit humor and it kind of just yeah. comes it punches through and 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 slow the fuck down but but, so that specific (laughs) bit there's a beautiful part where the violin just cuts through that little introduction where the police officer is kind of explaining who he is and what he does and if you listen to that little bit it's it's, there's a lot of stuff happens there especially when when you watch it on play he turns his siren on he goes whoop whoop and it's the whole and and the whole audience uh, the whole cast sorry do that it's it's wonderful isn't it and and there's a violin that just plays really beautifully satisfying yeah it is it is it's really satisfying and yeah so so the fuck down um and 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 welcome to the rock uh and and in the finale they do it really well where they've got the welcome to the rock and you are here in the sound mm-hmm. of a moment it's it's beautiful and what i like about the finale when they redo it as opposed to welcome to the rock is when they do the um i'm an islander i'm it starts on the minor chord in the first right. i'm the islander but then when you play it again in the finale it just goes from the c to the d to the c to the d as right, they're okay. as they're also singing in the background you know like a classic musical right they interchange the two tracks together and they but it's it's just it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it really gets you it's fuzzy it's nice it's, it's nice warm. to notice those things definitely yeah um and I, I just think it's awesome. I, but I also said I would love I would have loved another verse of I'm an Islander at the end just to yeah. punch it. But I know that yeah. you and obviously in our previous recording you made a really good point that actually no the way that it does end is the kind of it, it, they summarise everything about the island and then they just welcome to the rock and they just bam right finish and uh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm not? Do you know what I'm noticing right what? off the bat because what? you've heard all the points that I've already said about this 
about about this musical in yeah. our failed recording. I could just do this myself. I, yeah, you're just gonna say what exactly what I've heard. It's fine. Uh, don't worry I about said it. throughout the whole thing, <laughs> and I'm not gonna get a word in edgeways. It's but gonna be really fun for me. <laughs> but you're but you're gonna need to you're gonna need to bring because I've because I've also I've also thought of some new questions having listened to it over the last few days because I've right. listened to this a lot, and one of my one of my questions is. So I've been. I was paying. I watched it again. I was paying more attention to all the musicians around the outside and stuff. Yeah. Because there's not a, com- a conductor, and because they're not keeping time with each other, how 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 are they? And they're almost playing in a U shape at the back of the stage as opposed to oh, yeah. the front of the stage. Yeah, yeah. And and they're are they taking the cues from the actors? How how are the musicians taking their okay. cues? Um, there's a number of ways that they could be doing it. There will be a musical director somewhere. Okay. It might be the guy on the keys very often. I thought it was the pia- the piano player. Because very, very often, she, one of the keys is... parts is a musical is musical director. Yeah. And it's kind of a, a production reason more than a musical reason whatsoever because all these, you know, productions, believe it or not, you know, they're strapped for cash or they'd have us believe that they're strapped for cash. So right. so if they can, uh, if they can avoid hiring a conductor and a pianist and just get one guy who can do both <laughs> and direct a small yeah. band from the piano, yeah. then you can bet your ass they're going to do that. Yeah. It's the same reason why if you go to see, you know, the most egregious example, in my opinion, on the West end at the moment is Mamma Mia. Right. right? Yeah. I went to, I went to see Mamma Mia, which was the most heterosexual experience of my life. <laughs> and, um, and, I was really, really annoyed to hear because I'd seen the movie before and the movie was like full-blown ABBA arrangements and they'd splashed out in like a full orchestra because, you know, like, you know, the ABBA tracks and ABBA songs, they they have like full string parts and they've mm. got like wind sections and they sometimes use orchestras, especially like in the musical versions of some of these ones. They right. want to go bigger and better. But in the in the stage show, obviously they decided they didn't want to splash out in a string section. So they've got no less than four electronic keyboard players all doing synthetic oh really string sounds and it sounds so shit <laughs> but nobody cares because they're just having an abba sing along Everyone but i'm si- i'm i'm sitting there like just being oh this sounds your toes just like, curling that's it so sounds funny. like it sounds like a high school production but it's <laughs> it's four guys on a key just like hitting buttons and stuff like that and it's like it's not live music is it uh, midi files uh classic yeah. midi- they've got they've got some live wins they've got some live wins but the reason for that is because professional wind players always double yeah. on instruments yeah. so if you're you know clarinet you're also saxophone but also but also also flute but also, sure, also sure. this and that so they do a lot of other things where string players are a bit you know single talented <laughs> they only just play their instrument and yeah. they don't want to play anything else exactly but um and i, I speak as an example of that <laughs> yeah. um you made the joke more than me. I don't think so. Uh, so in how it, in how it works and come from away, it could either be the guy on the keys, but I suspect it's probably the guy on the keys plus a camera and a visual monitor. Oh, because obviously right, half yeah. of them are on the other side of the stage. Yeah, yeah. And you'd never know. You never want to break visual contact with the with the MD. Well, make sure you watch when you watch come from away again, and I'm sure you will, and, and the listeners will. Make sure you watch it again because when you see the the and the woman who's playing the piano, she's very she's like properly using her body as she's playing it, and I'm not meaning like she's like got her elbow up here and doing these the high notes here with her shoulder and she's got her, yep. you know her toes at the end, but I mean her head is like going hard on the 
welcome to the rock if you come from away and it's very um yeah you 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 picked up well i picked up on it a second time watching through and yeah that makes a lot of sense and the 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 interesting thing about playing double instruments that you were just saying there is because we've got 12 um cast members on the stage playing two different parts we get 38 planes or multiple different parts multiple different parts in some cases exactly and as i said the 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 uh, you obviously got the annette um beverly uh, the pilot beverly bass who i thought so it's jen um colella i thought she looked identical to tig notaro uh, do you know what I mean? They yeah. look quite similar to each other, don't they? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's no, something. But there's something. The haircut. About, but there's something <laughs> about her accent. It's so beautiful. It's that honey, it does, suckle it? warmth, that southern, and it's the way she. It's the way she introduces thirty eight planes. I love it. She goes, "I'm looking. You know, as I as I go on my final approach to Gander Airport, I'm looking at this place, and they are packed in like sardines. How am I going to land this thing? And it's just yeah. the way she does it. It's like, oh, keep talking, just keep." saying words yeah, it's, like, it's oh, lovely just, i love the words you're saying just content um, doesn't matter but it just soothes my yeah, soul exactly just soothes my soul and then you've got and you kind of obviously cutting to the ground crew or kind of going holy oh, no there's a jumbo there that that, that had about 300 people and, and it's just it's really god you have been listening to this a lot you've been practicing your accent when you find an accent yeah it's it's, oh, it's just days. it's excellent I, I her her newfoundland accent though jenna colella is really not great her southern one's beautiful her newfoundland yeah. one's horrendous Which, we've we've discussed or have we discussed We're probably sure. have discussed why, it, yeah. why is it irish no why, we've, why we've, it we've already discussed this again. we're, we're gonna okay. trip over we're gonna trip okay. over that stuff. but you're so, right yes yeah. i'll tee up the questions, you, the questions you're the one that's I'll, listened to yeah it. You, you and can... i'll foul ball them at the park but the, exactly but, but the, the blankets and bedding as well it's it's probably some of the, the cleverest lyrics i think between that one and wherever we are have the most intelligent almost i wouldn't say like intelligent in the sense that they're um they're deep and meaningful it's just that they're quick and they're funny and they tell a lot right. of the story between blankets and bedding and, and 28 hours and then wherever we are that kind of as, as i say through composed so it just it just it goes you know i think you mentioned earlier it's, well that it's is one composed. that is one thing that yeah. um i i think i said in the in the last recording that maybe we almost we've almost skipped over in our haste for this yeah one. go for it in uh I really feel like Welcome to the Rock, the first track, is very much like an overture to the whole show, like an introduction, like, you know, I here see. we are, welcome, welcome to the rock, welcome sure. to welcome to the show. And, you know, that that that's really signposted by the fact that there's a big there's a big bang at the end to let yeah. the audience know where to clap, you know. Yeah. To all those that come from away, welcome to the rock, bang. Everyone jumps in unison on the stage and throws their fists in the air and everyone's yeah. like, right, the show has started. And then from that point onwards. I would say almost everything is through composed. So each song leads into the other song and it's just like a snowball effect right down to the end of the show. Yeah. Really. Apart from one example, which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah, later. I know the example you're gonna talk. But 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 just on the Of course you do. The, I've already i I've already said it. No, no, but it's really clear. It's it's the only other if you look at Apple Music, it's the only other one that's got a star next to it halfway through. Oh the fair star. enough. <laughs> Apple Music giving it away first. Yeah. But 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 um Blangus and Blood, you know, Blankets and bedding. It, it's even just the. It's the way. It's 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 the way that they say some of the lyrics. You know the kind of. We, you know I've got fifty. I've got sandwiches. I've fifty trays and a sandwich. Do uh, we need some more sandwiches? No trays. And you know I've got this yeah. many gym mats. And and it and it just really it captures the chaos. And it's only the more that you think about it. You know it's like when you when you arrange a party. Or if you if you're arranging something, you know, Manny and I are obviously planning the wedding right now as, a, as an example, and you're trying to in your head roughly tot up how many things you need of anything. 
Yeah. But if you've no idea how many people are going to be there and the the the, the variation like 10 like 10% give or take you'll yeah. have this many people. That 10% is massive. Yeah. And it, and and so it's like it really just emphasizes how absolutely mad they are. And some of the interesting parts about blankets and bedding is the real stories that are layered throughout that one so the toilet paper example is a really funny example is that there's a local hockey rink that was looking after people and they were housing people but they needed more toilet paper at one point and so they went on the local radio station to ask for more toilet and within half an hour they had to go back on the same radio station to say stop sending toilet paper everyone seems too generous to us oh my days that's 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 very much a relatable kind of story for our time like 2020 like people scrambling for yeah, definitely paper, yeah it? But, but, but it was uh it's it, it, it's absolutely wonderful and you know even even just there's also the the little subplots that start littering their way throughout the wherever we are 28 hours you know we've got the the rspca story which the more i learn about it, it's actually just lovely you know the with the the monkeys and the cats and the dogs um and the, and then the other story with the british the british guy meeting the and the more i think about that that little love story he's a dog of a bloke right she's a married woman and he just like moves in on her over those five days no she's not <laughs> yes she is she gives her husband no she's divorced oh okay i thought that's she was her married i oh, oh that's no, her she, son she does talk about her husband though in it i'm sure she, she talks, talks about her husband no she talks about her she mentions she mentions her husband because she's divorced and she says she's divorced but the other guy she's talking about is her son she's still she's still a dog he's still a dog of a bloke because that accent. right okay he's a, he's a dog of a bloke with a terrible british accent <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but um hey well you know let, let's let's go the, tw- the 28 hours is it's again a very descriptive version and what i like about blankets and bedding is blankets and bedding is fast paced and it describes everything that's happening on the ground and it's chaos yeah and then 28 hours juxtaposes that it still uses the lyrics to explain what's happening but it's a slower tempo because everything's happening in slow time for them you know there's so everyone knew every inch of that plane 20 yeah, 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 yeah. and it's just slow and it's like look we've got nothing to wait for we don't know yeah. we're not aware that there's this massive pandemonium happening but outside. also a little bit claustrophobic as well well oh, yeah man can you imagine being stuck in a plane for that long I, I, exactly i mean i i remember once being stuck on the on the tarmac in i think it was jfk for four hours and I can, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that time. Yeah. There's, uh, and what I was know, the reason? We never know. We didn't know. Um, oh, you didn't know? No, we didn't okay. know. And I, I think I was flying back on my own. I can't remember why. Um, I don't know why I was, it might have been, I think it was 2015 when I was flying back from camp second time. And, oh man. Were you, were you arriving or departing? Departing. I was leaving. Oh, I was God. leaving. Yes, this is before so, the plane uh, took off. So it was four hours before you'd even before left. Before you even left the airport. I remember, oh. I remember. It was, it was, anyway, 20, 20 hours for some people. And, and it's, it's pretty mad. Like when you think, when you think about it. And even just to the point where, you know, like there was only one aisle up and down. Like some of these weren't, like your modern comfortable like, like 20 years ago like air travel you had only one screen as well do you remember that where it was like everyone had to watch the same movie and they oh, even yeah. say things like what i laugh about is that there was there was telephones in the back of the seats but they didn't work i think that was in 38 planes yeah. they said it was like i don't yeah. know if i was ever in a plane like that because i, I think them. yeah yeah because i i really think that at that period of time in my life the only planes i'd ever been on were like small 
like European yeah, city, city ones, city hoppers, and they yeah. ne- they would never they would never have those kind of screens and things like that. They were yeah. just very very basic. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, I I know what you mean. Um, Actually, back then I didn't really fly anyway because when we went on family holiday, we took we used to take the ferry and drive and stuff. Like I was going to say, was so not, I, someone was not afraid of flying or something in your family. Was that not the? Is it your dad no, or your mom? No, no, nobody. No, I don't think anybody was afraid of flying. I think. I think there, there there must have been a reason for it, but I don't think it was avoiding of planes. I think it was more the yeah. wanting to do ferry and driving thing, which I can't imagine why. That sounds atrocious. But oh, I don't know, man. As I get older, I'm more like, yeah, I'd love to drive somewhere. Well, you yes, I know, but driving it, down yeah, to Spain, I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, but that but there's drive but there's driving from Scotland yeah, to Lake yeah, Garda. Yeah, yeah. One of the ones we did was driving from Lake from scotland to lake garda yeah which is a drive yeah i bet that, you knew every inch that, of that car that is a drive it's one thing to say that's an amazing drive think of all the places you'll pass along the way and it's another thing <laughs> to do it with three kids in the back <laughs> all wanting to kill each other did you watch titanic a few different times we did watch titanic a few different times <laughs> but, but, but the, the the thing that makes me um laugh almost more is is that all of this is happening and None of them. Well, it's not even makes me laugh. It's just it, it just compounds it. None of them know what's actually happening. They don't know no. why they've landed, um, and then the first the first inclination they get of something happening is the president's speech that they they turn on the radio to, which yeah. is is amazing. Um, it's mad because that 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 was quite late in the day, wasn't I've just, it? I've just got to stop you there because the time right now is nine eleven. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just keep going oh, yeah and you're <laughs> absolutely right that's that that's like objectively hilarious <laughs> keep going keep going 11 minutes past nine in the morning it's still there it's yeah, still, there. still there still there um no yeah the president's speech from the from the white house because he made he made two speeches didn't yeah, he there was yes. one there was one from the white house later in the evening and then there was one earlier in the day from a bunker in oh it's it's a much more western state it's like one of the ones where there's fuck all there i think it was like wyoming okay, or something cool. like that <laughs> nice. no and the only reason i know that the only reason i know that i learned this last week is because i watched the i think i probably talked about it up uh up top in the audio that worked oh the documentary um, yeah about the documentary about, sure. uh, from the president's perspective and i learned you know the air force one went from uh florida to like south somewhere mississippi yeah. i don't know whatever so i it basically they, they did a bit of a whistle stop tour to because they didn't know where they should go and where it was safe anywhere to go. anywhere but new york i think was yeah there. absolutely but then but then you know since i saw from that perspective everything that happened like in the minutes of that day like so much of you know people were going through things and like identifying dangers and stuff and it was just an absolutely mad day and then watching come from away and talking about this bit that you're saying where they don't find out exactly what's happening until let i think we're assuming it's the white house speech yeah and not yeah the, and not the other yes. speech um it, it's it, it's quite mad to think that you'd be in the dark about everything going on there so what is actually true is they did have the bbc so the bbc was the one that they were they were it was bouncing back off london yeah that's so that's how they were all keeping up to me what i also like about 28 hours is it starts that kind of there's a few little motifs that carry through there's the um there's the when um they're talking about phoning home for their family uh, and they're, they're talking about all the different people that they're getting through to um and then you've got beverly bass who is getting through to what we imagine her husband 
And, yeah. and you know, she goes, I'm fine. And that whole, I'm fine. Because yeah. she says that about I'm three fine, of I'm Tom. I'm fine. You know, she says that a few different times and, and put a pin in Gander because they're talking about all the pins on the map. That yeah, they go to. it's cute. I, I thought it was really sweet. And it's nice that they go through that. And then we'll get back to her again because her her particular best track um, is is definitely at the end when they do the 38 Planes yeah. reprise, which we'll get back to in Somewhere in the Middle of Nowhere. Somewhere in the Middle of Nowhere. My God, we'll get, we'll get to it. What a banger. What a banger. But but wherever we are, I do still think is my favourite track yeah. because it's just, it's wonderful. Do you know what I like about it? It's the syncopation in the chorus and how they sing. Open the airplane door. Da, 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 da. And, and, and it's and it's how it kind of syncop- wherever we are yeah it yeah. kind of syncopates the chorus against the it is one, very two. rhythmic I, it is I very rhythmic it. that's I one thing it. i'll say i think it's it's quite telling of actually most of the score of this apart from a couple a couple of uh big feature songs somewhere in the middle of nowhere and yeah. also yeah um the oh, what's the pilot song again what's it called it's my favorite song and i've forgotten the bloody me track the name in the sky me, in the me sky. and the sky yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, apart from those ones, which are like you know proper like ballad level things, yeah, yeah, everything is the 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 rhythm of the singing is very conversational and texty. It's yeah, not, definitely, yeah. It, it's not like rhyming couplets yeah. and you know other writing techniques that would go into songwriting, and it's quite interesting to listen to it, but also quite relentless at the same time because you're, it's like <laughs> yeah. you're getting bombarded with yeah. information. Well, that's what you, all yeah. the time. You're right, and it, it is it, it, that kind of is the point of it, to be honest. Because because that's what was happening. Like they were just they were just things was happening and this was happening this was happening but then the parts where nothing happens is the slow parts the 28 hour and it's just slow and it's like oh we just wait and then it's everything at once yeah you're, you're yeah, buying yeah, yeah. on but even just like the lyric like some of the comedy lyrics in that song like i love you know the whole bit when they go um <laughs> so you know so the flight attendant on the quicker they handed out the 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 handed out the free liquor, so everyone got friendlier, and they're yeah, all just yeah, starting yeah. getting friendlier. And then they they knew that, and then we knew that we were hammered. And the way they all just like start like dancing, like they're absolutely smashed on the plane. It's just oh, hilarious. Yeah, it, is, it, is, it really is. And then and then they almost like flashing cars. And all the like flashing that. of the cars, but made me laugh so so much because because I think that probably I you know like I think that is true. <laughs> I don't know. I bet there's probably a video somewhere of like this airplane door <laughs> opening. That is the kind of thing where, you know, the writers of the show, if they were like, you know, compiling uh, people's experiences of this, somebody told them that. Yeah, exactly. And it was totally true. And they were just like, well, that just that just has to go in it because you, you, that's just brilliant. And nobody you, would have thought that would have. That, that, that you've would made me think of a you've made me think of a point, actually, Alex, now that you're saying this. I think all the little points of view stories must have happened from people who have come forward afterwards to tell their story. And then they've basically sat down and learned about their experience and then just interwoven the story throughout that. I think that's exactly, you know, like well, the Kevin's example, like those Kevin's must have like gone public with their story. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not entirely sure. And maybe we could have probably done a little bit of research on this. Nah. Uh, especially since this is take two of the recording. <laughs> we did the first one like three days ago, yeah, so know, we right? had even more opportunity. Yeah. But I, so I don't know how the story of this show is constructed, but it is clear that it is real people's experiences, yeah. Yeah. especially from the point of view of the Newfoundlanders. Yeah. Because 
what's really lovely at the end of the show, skipping ahead a little bit, you know, during the credits, you see all these pictures of yeah. the cast yes, members yes, yes, yeah. beside the real that, people that they, that, that, they, that they portray. And some of them look very, you know, look very, very similar. Um, and others don't, they uh, cast differently for other reasons. Sure. But um, it was really, really nice to have seen that story and yeah. then just to see the faces of the real people yeah. that did it, that helped out and you know made the sacrifices and all that i mean it was uh quite touching you really. know we've got the stories of some of the specific characters you know the, the african um family there's all on the darkness da, da, the moonlight darkness and yeah peace. an amazing perspective oh, story of them the fact just... that they 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 didn't understand english yeah. so from their perspective even though nobody knew what was going on they really didn't know what was going on and they the... didn't even they didn't even have the ability to speculate and then exactly when they when they arrived at their you know temporary accommodation they were met with people dressed in what they perceived to be military costumes yeah right? but it, yeah and, yeah but obviously and actually it wasn't it was salvation army i love that bit it's it was such salvation a clever army. nuance but if you if you try and put yourself into their shoes that'd be terrifying yeah of course you're, you're on an island in the middle of the atlantic yeah and you've been taken out of your plane you don't know what's going on put onto a bus yeah again not knowing what's going on and then driven to some kind of i don't know exactly where they where they were but some kind of institutional building yeah where you're going to be held by people that look like they're military yeah yeah and no one yeah no one looks like you no one looks like you everyone's different no one speaks the same language you would be absolutely terrified but the the piece on on that and they kind of use the bible as the as the translator and i love that bit and we'll talk a bit about um translating languages in a second but i love the song prayer when they goes i've had this song in my head and they do make me a channel of your peace which is a song that i sang when i went to catholic school growing up and um and and i sang a lot in church it's a beautiful it's a beautiful song and it's it's very delicate how not only do they portray the new families or the people singing make me a channel of your peace but then they also show the different um other faiths and religions praying and singing in their own way and the and the, yeah, and the jewish story it's beautiful and yeah that there's a lot of different stories from a number of different faiths happening yeah. on stage at the same time but what i really really love and i've had a little bit of time to reflect more time to reflect on this <laughs> for other for obvious reasons um i really like that all the different faiths are singing their you know their cultural identities songs yeah as it were but in the same song to create one song yeah it's beautiful one song that is comprised of all these different faiths which really gives you the sense of unity and actually everyone you know everyone's different but everybody's the same because listen to them they're all singing the same bloody song they're all doing this for the same reason yeah they're all reaffirming their same you know human desire to feel connected in their faith and things like that they're just doing it in different ways yeah it's a very much a really powerful bringing multicultural people together kind of yeah. piece and i really i really loved it it's one of, one of my favorite scenes in the whole it is it's, show, it's be beautiful honest. it's really lovely um and we talked to obviously a bit on languages because some of the some of the best comedy sequences come from the language section and um, one in one in particular is um the this the spanish gym teacher because my god that made me laugh so much Mm-hmm. That that was just yeah. Uh, I, I, it was so so funny, and and obviously leading on to it, the other one that was kind of like 
a break from norm was the cardiologist bathroom scene which again just that, but it's just so intelligent comedy like it's just really funny that yeah. the, the way that that gym teacher stood up and the lights all went red <laughs> He went forward. It's just wonderful. Like it really yeah. made me laugh so bloody yeah, much. That was funny. I like. Yeah, I loved him. I loved the bathroom cardiologist, all wearing their lab coats. <laughs> by the way, all wearing their lab coats and strutting it's and strutting brilliant. about like peacocks, going, "Oh, cardiologist, we we like things to be clean it's and so and all good. that." And then the other character was the um, kind of aviatory um <laughs> the, the, the avi- yeah. They, yeah the aver the aviatory uh kind of tom cruise kind of <laughs> pilot guy yeah who's just like you're gonna be my top gal and all that kind of <laughs> that, that kind of thing he he provided quite a bit of comic relief all of 10 seconds that he was yeah. on stage two two songs that i want to talk about that are kind of interlaced throughout the prayer song is costume party and right. and, I, and and on the edge and costume party for the reason that it's a reprise of a few different songs and it it's and it feels like a party, and it and it is just that it's the comforting four chord sequence and the rolling. Yeah, yeah. You know, the bass just goes from the the fourth note all the way down to the fifth minor chord, um, uh, fourth chord, fifth, and it's just and it's one and I, and I, there's something just like what I like about how they style that song is four chords. Obviously, they're familiar to us, but yeah, yeah. but they're talking about the fact that they no one looks the same, no one feels the same, but it's themselves underneath. And I think that's quite clever. If you were going to do costume party, you have to do a familiar like bass. Yeah, you've got sure. to do a familiar tune, a familiar melody. But the but everything up top is weird and different. But they're still the same mm-hmm. down below. And I mm-hmm. think that yeah. kind of mirrors. Maybe maybe I'm looking too much into it. But you know, as, no, as, I reckon as, it's, as, it's not something that I feel like really jumped out on me. But I mean, if that I mean that that sounds like quite a profound kind of feeling and note that you made about a certain thing so like why isn't it true yeah the mel- what I mean? yeah that's what i felt about it and then the art is subjective the, my friend i love it and then the difference and it's not is- just no and it's not just subjective in terms of good or bad a lot of people just do uh, say art is subjective and that some people think things are good and some f- people think things are bad but it's a meaning thing as well yeah you find your own meanings in art and that's kind of what's cool about it. Really. Well, well, the other the other one is on the edge, where it's just chaos. You know, that's where everyone's kind of starting to struggle, and it's and it's a little bit more that the music isn't quite there. It's a bit different tempos, different different melodies. It's a bit like it's an uncomfortable one where everyone's on the edge and they're struggling. And then how do they get over that? They go to the bar, and then the yeah. bar sequence and the the heave away, and then the screech in where they're kissing the cod. It's it's brilliant. It's it's all so. It's just kind of like, how do you solve the problems? Ah, we just all go to the bar and then we all just get to know each other <laughs> yeah. and we just all get friendlier. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then we've got your favourite song, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Me in the Sky, yeah. which I remember the name of and not because I just looked it up on my phone like five <laughs> seconds ago. Um, I love this song. And I think I, I am doubling down on the idea that this is just like the the big, to give an operatic term, the aria. Yeah, 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 of, definitely. Of the of the show where you know when everything else is through composed as we said earlier and kind of conversational and storytellingy this is very much like a soliloquy isn't it where yes, you know she's yeah. giving she's giving a a background flashback kind of story about her upbringing yep. and because you get this is the deepest backstory and insight you get into a character you'd be forgiven from for exiting this show believing that she was the main character yeah yeah definitely yeah 
um and certainly the biggest part because she's the only one that's got like a big stand and blast kind of yeah, solo yeah. which is which is this one and so it tells the story of how she fell in love with aircraft had her first job flying for a mortician which that was a fascinating story i'm like yeah. why do why do morticians need i don't know maybe in texas you yeah. know um you know getting her first job uh at an airline becoming a first female captain having the first all-female flight crew making headlines blah, blah and all not blah 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 it's really cool but um you know all of that stuff and you get this really sort of hopeful kind of hell yeah yeah vibe yeah it's from, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. from the song and then she brings it crashing down because you know the reason she's telling us this story in the context of what's going on in the world in that day or in that few days i.e 9-11 is she's lamenting the fact and she's really struggling to come to terms with the fact of the last lines of this song which is the thing that she loves more than anything else in the world was used as the bomb i yeah. think it's really interesting that she used the words the bomb instead of yeah. a bomb yeah it yeah. gives it like just a, an, a real amount of weight to it yeah yeah it's the the bomb and like it's pretty gut-wrenching when you come to that realization because you're feeling quite pumped up after hearing her story and you're like oh, yeah. she obviously cares about flying so much and she's like i'm questioning everything everything has changed yeah um the thing i love more than anything else in the world was used as the bomb and you're like oh my god stop oh i can't deal it, it it is and and then we we keep her in the front of her mind because what happens is oh sorry just i've one note i forgot in the in the the heave away, what was your favorite little motif that was used in that bar sequence when they were kissing the cod? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I forgot about that as well. They got a bit of jaws in there. I know, I, I they, they brought it. brought out the cod, and they're like the cod, the cod, the cod. But just as you say at the end, on me and the sky, and then you've got the Dover fault, and then it goes straight into stop the world, which is. You know, it kind of talks about the story, the love story. It's, it's neither here nor there. I'm not into it because your your heart is still on Beverly as the, as this main character. Stop the world's beautiful. It's a slower one. It, it slows things down. But then I love how she comes in and she goes, you know, we have been on this place for far too long. We got to get. There's a hurricane coming and we got to get out of here. And you kind of like you get behind her like she's a real leader and she leads yeah. them out. And then the and and she and she's creating stakes <laughs> yeah that yeah, yeah, you yeah. had no idea you would never think to have totally, stakes and you're just because uh, she's just like look at all that debris on yeah. on the runway if one of them gets into an engine We're nobody's fucked. going yeah, anywhere yeah and, and one of the air traffic controllers is like one of this one of the triple sevens is sinking into the asphalt yeah. and nobody's going to be able to take off and you're like how does one deal with um like 38 planes on a small on a small runway yeah. and none of them are able to because they're quite big you're like yeah. oh that's oh man like they, they they wouldn't like I, I you know if some if a proper engineer looked at those and be like half of these probably shouldn't be taken off now they've been here for two like planes aren't built to be on the ground they're built to be in the sky um yeah. and, it, and it is really interesting and yeah you know, because you need the stresses and things yeah like man that as yeah well. you need it yeah and and just the things that like because the wing you know obviously even like the wings they're not designed they're so heavy they're not designed to be down in that you know that like dihedral they need position uplift. yeah they need exactly yeah, yeah they yeah. need the anhedral position is the is the is the term oh very good oh, yeah. <laughs> but but but, the, but 38 <laughs> planes the reprise is great because it's the way she it's the 
I love the way she's like talking as if she's the pilot talking to the passengers and singing, you know, ladies and gentlemen. I love her. I love her accent. It just gets me. Oh, yeah. And then is. and then, you know, flying over into the US of A and flying over into Texas. And, and yeah, I, I do want to say the joke that you said before. We did the recording, which is go no, 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 no. I'm going to I'm going to tee you up for it, which is about. When they when they fly to Texas, you you're not gonna want to miss this. Yeah, she says you're not gonna you're, you're not gonna want to miss this. We just entered Texas, and I'm like, right, because it looks so much different from the two hours of like other flying that to we've be, done. The last two fair, hours of flying, we would have missed it. We would have missed yes, we would have missed it. Everyone looks at the window and goes, "Ooh, Texas!" And you just want to see like a lone star just etched oh, into the desert. Do you know what I mean? But somewhere in the middle of nowhere, it's just it's a it's a beautiful all cast assembly. Uh, uh, you know that that is. That is the do you hear the people sing singing yeah, the songs that, of angry totally men? That is what it is somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and it, and it is yeah. just oh. tomorrow comes. Yeah, it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then what I like about that is they they kind of they bring back down to earth, literally and 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 metaphorically with with something's missing because you know no one really won from this thing. Like everyone's a little bit worse off. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, you know, everyone's lost um, family. They've they've lost five days. They've they've and the, the new families are missing that buzz and that having to look after people because you know it's like as I say it's like the end of a wedding when everyone goes home and everyone's away and it's like you're kind of it's a little bit of a downer, isn't it? Because no one else is around you and and I I can relate to that. It must yeah. have felt really depressing, you know, for the new founders especially, but also the people who are kind of missing them and and then they they kind of go back to the finale, which is great because they talk about all the money that was raised from the donations and and the people who passed around the hat and all the gifts that they give back and how the people go back there for their honeymoon. It, it it's a nice little kind of like look, this meant something more than just five days in a tarmac. Like, this was a life-changing experience for everyone. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And Finale does a wonderful job of going, welcome to the rock, because they're all islanders. You know, now I'm an islander. I've been there. I've experienced yep. that. You and, kissed the cod. I've kissed the cod. You know, we're now islanders. I, I, it's just a, it's a really, it's a really um, bittersweet ending to the whole musical, I think. And, you know, there's some really difficult um, adult themes that kind of litter throughout this you know everything from like you know the egyptian the egyptian man who was like you know searched because they didn't understand him which is a really horrible and harrowing experience for him and you know all the way through to the fact that like people did directly lose you know the friends and family in 9-11 and you know kevin and his and kevin break up you know it's it's an adult ending it's not a kind of everything's fine and dandy there's yeah. a like this is what it is this is how it ends yeah. but we all made the most of it and I like it though. I like it. I, I don't like things too sugarcoated. You know me, man. I, I like something that's a little bit edgy. Yeah, you're a dark character. I'm a dark character, <laughs> and I, and I I loved it. Deep and, and brooding. And then we've got Screech Out, which Absolutely. I know you want to chat a little bit about because that's something. Oh, that's... the jam session at the end. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. I love the band in in this show. I love that the band is a character. Yeah. In the show, you get members of the band that come on for the kind of bar scene stomp thing where they bring out oh, like a, the ugly a big, stick, a big, the the ugly stick with the boot and the bells on it and stuff, which is such a cool instrument. But the 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 fiddler also comes on and you know 
joins in again with the drum thing and yeah. i look and i look at that i look at that fiddler and i go ah, i could do that i really yeah. want to play i really, <laughs> I really want to play this show i think i'd be really good at i'll it. play the acoustic guitar with you yeah you will <laughs> <laughs> yeah you will it'll be it'll be fun it'll be great it'd be a great it'd be a great job it'd be a great oh, job would be doing that every job. night and then i love the fact that the, the band get the get the play out again because yeah. mo- most pit bands do a play out but obviously there are pit bands. They're in a pit. They're not. They're not. They're not seen. But to actually have the band come in on stage and have fun on stage and do a little jam session, which it's not a jam. A jam session. It's a written piece of music, but yeah. which they've just you know they've memorized. But they're performing it really well. And it's yeah. so so engaging to see the musicians have fun like that because. There are some jaded ones out there. Make no mistake about it. Where they just turn up and do the job, and <laughs> yeah, lots exactly. of people, lots of musicians would look at that job and go, "No, thank you." Really? That's, would I, they? I, I have to care a lot about. Oh God, yeah. Because imagine, imagine any show that you had to play seven performances in a week or sometimes eight performances in a week every like every week in the year and well, like just... austin for example and Hamilton. well exactly yeah. like austin like austin and hamilton and it's very easy for us to sit here and say well you know hamilton's an amazing show yeah it's still an amazing show that you've got to play like a thousand times a year like fatigue will happen of yeah, course it yeah, will. of course yeah. of course it will and i feel like a lot of musicians might not want to do that because of it because you know sometimes they will just want to go in do the job oh, yeah. and just be like right this one i'm on autopilot i'm tapping out yeah and then and then every night oh no you've got to actually you've, you've got go to actually get on stage and actually give a fuck yeah. do you know what i mean it's like well no that's yeah, not for me. Yeah. I'm fair, not an I mean, actor. F- and fair play to them all. Fair play. Oh, it's God, it's yeah. wonderful, and it leaves the audience with you know a really great feeling. And, so and I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, th- this was a delight. And genuinely, this is one of my most favourite musicals I've ever seen. It's it yeah. really or fusicals. Fusicals, exactly. It's a fusical of uh, a sort of film musical, and, and I I can't wait to see this live because I will see this live. Um, yeah, you know, no, things you are opening should. up. You know, I'm, I'm going to see Hamilton in a couple of weeks, which I'm finally getting to see are live. You? Yeah, and, and I'm going to go and see, and I'm going to go and see this live because this just it just got me. Easiest two thumbs up I've ever given. Definitely, definitely. Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. Oh, we've made it you, to moving you lamented, forward. You, you lamented not hearing this before, so I'm just going to... Are you pissing into a cup? That's exactly what I'm doing, mate. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Uh, you've been holding that in for a while, haven't you? You just hit oh. the cafeteria oh, off the microphone. A, was so that your say, head? It's a second, second cup of coffee. Excellent. Very nice. Oh, oh my days. God. I oh. even heard it going down the throat at that point in time. 
yeah. Oh, did you? But nice. one piss, yeah. Can't, nice can't wait to listen to that back because you know <laughs> I, I always make it this far into uh, re-listening to episodes. I, I, de- I definitely, I definitely don't just listen to the jingles. How do, you, how do you expect everyone else to do it if you won't do it yourself? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> maniac. Who has the time? Here's the time. Well, I fucking have to make the time, don't I? So it's uh, fine. Yeah, don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. We, um, we are moving forward with our two episode as per the tradition. I really hope um, what if is, doesn't have nine or eleven episodes and it does have an even yeah, number because that, be, that last really episode awkward. i think there is nine episodes so we might have to do oh we have to do the finale at a different time okay. we have do, do we want to do them in chronological order because yes okay absolutely okay uh so first of all zombie episode yeah. absolute dog shit i adored this oh, episode I know. it was it no. was it was what and I there's for so nah, many you're reasons ju- you're I just, loved it. You're just saying that to annoy no, me. No, 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 no I'm not. I'm not. It was my favorite. It me. was it was my favorite. I think that and the Doctor Strange are my favorite episodes. And no, the reason the I Doctor Str- the Doctor Strange one is outstanding. Yeah, it's outstanding. It's outstandingly good. But the reason why I think this is a very close second for me is I, I I the reason I like it is because of the weird characters that are in this, like the ones that actually make it. It's really weird. Like all the heroes in this, they're kind of like the B listers. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like you may, you've got the Hulk, which is an A lister. You've got Spider Man, yeah. but then it's got like you've got Hope Van Dyne, and you've got um, what's the guy from Ant Man called who's in it? And you've got Happy Hogan, and you've got Sharon Carter, and it's kind of like that. Bucky, you've kind of got the ones that you wouldn't expect to have survived, but then you've got the ones that actually are the zombies. Are you know your Falcons, your Captain Americas, your Iron Mans, your yeah. um, and I and I thought that was really quite funny how it was like you didn't know who was going to be alive and who wasn't i thought yeah. it was a real and also i love like a thrill ride story like they've got to get to the train to get to this bit to get to this bit and we also got a massive zombie as well which i was like if they don't do a massive zombie either ant-man or wasp i'm not i'm not having it okay i didn't universally hate this and actually <laughs> most of the things that you just said are totally all positive things. And I would not argue with a single point that you just said. However, okay. a few weeks ago, when we talked about like episode one, I think it was episode one or something like that, you leveled a complaint against that episode. I think it was that episode where, you know, the the characters who are different versions of characters that we know, but they didn't really seem like the themselves. same the, yeah. the themselves and they were making really bad decisions <clears throat> and, and things like that. I look at this episode, right? And I see Vision luring people to a, a base, right, to feed his zombie girlfriend. Yeah. Which we're supposed to care about that because of WandaVision, right? Yeah. We would not care about that if it wasn't. Very true. If it Very true. If it yeah. wasn't for the show WandaVision. And then within 10 seconds of them turning up, one per I don't know who says it, but somebody basically says, Vision, you know this is mental, right? And he goes, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. Sorry. And just, <laughs> no, you're he, right. He just, you're he, right. He just flips immediately. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. That, yeah. that, there was a real huge amount of dramatic conflict there. Thanks. Great, great writing. <laughs> good, good, good job. Yeah, it wasn't great. So stupid. And then I'm sorry. You can, you can chalk down Scott Lang in a jar as being comedic silliness, but it was fucking ridiculous i loved it i loved so it when, stupid when he had so the cape dumb. when the cape would love i love undeniably that. funny very futurama it. very futurama yeah, it was. but completely mental i loved it so much and i loved um i i also loved the idea that 
um, you, you know, all the zombies kind of had their powers a little bit. I thought that was so cool. You know, okay, they were so kind the, of like the yeah. Doctor Strange and the obviously the Scarlet Witch. And, and what's really clear, that admittedly, made it more interesting. It did. And and to your point around Wandavision, what's really clear is that they're really doubling down on Scarlet Witch being the most powerful because she's yeah. never really been the most powerful. But there's almost like a little okay. retcon yeah. in this. She isn't was there? she was terrifying in this, undeniably. Yeah. Undeniably, she was terrifying in this, what, and it was, was, was and it called? was a very interesting. Um, it was a very interesting Baba aspect Yaga. of this episode to have. It was because she was Baba Yaga. That was it. It was a very interesting thing to have all the zombies still like have their powers and stuff. Because well, let's be honest, it'd be pretty shit if they didn't. Yeah. Because it would just because it would just be zombies and stuff like that. And okay, it was a pretty cool moment when Cap gets on the train. Fucking or zombie Cap gets on the train against Bucky. There's things like that, but it is undeniable. And I know I just gave one example of the whole like vision like logic contrivance thing but that is not the only example in this episode uh, in this episode i think the writing was truly atrocious in this episode like it was just, very rushed no it was it was so bad and honestly i i don't think have your own opinion of course i really don't think you can put this at a number two in quality next to that doctor strange episode which was so emotional and yeah. so heart-wrenching yeah. Yeah. and so beautiful with all the cool weird stuff to go in with it just a absolutely perfect little bite-sized half hour piece of storytelling and you know give this a number two just because of but all they're the different cool, they're different they're, reasons just because of all still. the cool stuff yeah i know but they're they're diff- they're apples and oranges man yeah. you can't really Do you know what i am glad at because what? i was properly preparing myself for this segment to utter the sentence callum this isn't good just because they're zombies no, but yeah. i didn't have to say that so no, that's good <laughs> other things that i really liked about this episode i like it how they use the golden gate bridge from the avengers game is when they all die you know how that's in the avengers oh. game i think that's i think that's a little wink and a nod to the game see i never played that game but yeah, i do know great. that 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 was in all the promos so i do know what you're talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about the other ones i love seeing hope like a, it's nice seeing hope van dyne getting more screen time it seems that the kind of ant-man characters like talking about retcons a couple of themes that are coming through these what ifs one is um one is that as we've said scarlet witch is becoming really quite a powerful entity yeah, the, o- the other it. is the other is they're spending a lot of time with hope van dyme and the ant-man style technology and i think quantumania is going to be a i think quantumania is going to be like your civil war-esque in terms of like real big punching like it's the third ant-man film i think it's going to be a really good mm. wrap-up of the trilogy i think it's interesting we've not I, really given much thought to the fact that they might use they might use another solo movie to have a sort of mini team-up movie. I think Quantumania is going to be like Civil War. Right, okay, I cool. think Quantumania is going to be a huge, huge film. Um, That'd be cool because I do quite like Ant-Man, Scott Lang and Ant-Man as a yeah. kind of like linchpin for other characters. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I think he, he, you know, he sells it on his own actually, to be fair, because I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, but I do, I do like seeing him interact with like the other heroes as well. I loved the Anthony Mackie stuff in the first Ant-Man movie. Yeah, Where he goes good, to the yeah. Avengers base. It's so but, funny. But remember, I mean, that's where we're going to get the introduction for Kang. I think Quantumania is going to be one of those massive linchpins movies. And I do think What Ifs kind of slowly sowing those seeds. Um, yeah. And the other thing, just before we go on, was this is the first time I think the Tom Holland version of the character mentions Uncle Ben. 
I think there's oh. no mention of Uncle Ben up until this point. There's not a throwaway line in Homecoming? Might be. There might be. I think Aunt May says something, a throwaway line in, yeah. in Homecoming. I feel like there must be something. Yeah, but the, but this is, it really hit me. I, I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's good. I love this episode. And then we've got when Killmonger saved Tony Stark. Absolutely. And Joe, you know I loved this episode. Did you? I was a little bit like meh to it. Really? Um, it but was. I take it or leave that it. That very that very much surprises me because you're a big Killmonger fan. Huge kill. Huge. Killmonger huge Killmonger fan. fan. And what, the oh, he was I, the best part about it though. And about, Andy Serkis. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Andy Serkis just kills it whenever he's on whenever he's on screen even in animated form he wasn't as crazy as he usually is but it's fine it's nice to see him i think an, animated him was very crazy maybe his voice wasn't as crazy yeah, but I, yeah. I don't i don't know but um what i really loved and i kind of thought that this was something that you'd you'd really enjoy but um maybe not but i, I really felt that this was it wasn't the maddest what if in the world because it created a lot of um kind of the world that we know changing a lot, obviously because Iron Man never comes into existence. Yeah. And it's, he just stays Tony Stark and stuff like that. Yeah. So the the world does change a lot, a lot, a lot, but the actual characters apart from Tony, obviously, because he doesn't have his Afghan experience. Mm. Um, but I really liked it as a study of Killmonger because I almost feel like it's, it, it it's an extra piece of exactly who he is from the Black Panther movies, because obviously part of who he is in the Black Panther movies is is that he is absolutely relentless Mm. in his mission Mm. and, you know, will not hesitate to murder someone he was allied with, Mm. um, you know, contrive and espionage and like just all sorts of fucked up shit in order to do what he would. The, The, the means are definitely justified by the cause as yeah. it were as far as killmonger goes and as far as this what if episode <clears throat> is concerned i feel like it's the same killmonger with the same goals and with that same mentality but we just see him do way more fucked up shit in in this one and so you you get a much better sense of about where his moral line is and i feel like if you went back into black panther and watched it you'd watch all the stuff that he does there and it would actually almost be even more ominous ominous because you're aware that he could do so much more and that he is willing to do so much more for what he believes in and i i feel it actually fuels his character even more and that's why yeah. i really really loved about this episode yeah definitely well and I, I, I you know just to repeat something that you said there killmonger is without doubt one of my most favorite mcu characters and it's because he's a character done well. He's conflicted, but you believe it. You understand where he's yeah. coming from. But he is a villain still. Like what this shows is that he is still a villain. Like he's still a bad human. Like inherently in, in in the way that he perceives his right and his birthright. But what I like is that they have another. They they recircle back to the conflict between T'Challa and Killmonger in the afterlife when he goes. You know, actually, you know, he goes. You 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 want to try and get revenge you want to use power to, to get back to the world for you know ultimately slavery and and actually you know that's that's you want to use the power of wakanda to try and right the wrongs whereas yeah. that's not the way and and i love that i love that narrative because it's 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 a really balanced narrative yeah where ultimately the answer is violence isn't the answer but it's just really balanced and it's nuanced and i and i loved it and 
what do you think about the endings for What If episodes? Something that I wanted to ask you about. What do you think about how they all end? What, in that they don't? Yeah. Yeah, I I've love got, that. I've got a theory as to why that is. I, 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 I love it because, and I, I have been shaken in my theory of this, and I know I doubled down on this two, week, two weeks ago about the fact that these are standalone things. I love the idea that we are getting a snapshot of a different universe, but we are supposed to feel like the, 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 the story is ever continuing and this timeline will continue. It's just we, you know, we don't have time to see the rest of it. So you just yeah. you just kind of you just kind of have to stop and you have to be kind of satisfied with this well with with this what if what if this isn't this isn't a fully contained story I think with the exception of the Doctor Strange episode because obviously that ends with his universe colliding in on him and um he's he kind of just exists in his own little he he is his own universe and he's the only thing that exists in his universe that one and um i feel like you're gonna segue into the mid-season kind of stinger trailer that they released a few days ago. i've not seen it yet i've not seen right. it and, I, and i'm I, and i've made the decision not to watch it oh, okay so I am i not allowed to talk about it i've seen little bits of it should i should i just watch it if you you can talk yeah, about it now no, and I'll just watch you, it. Okay, you can watch it, but the basic gist of it is, and I'm quite pissed off at this, is it's fueling speculation about that they're all the, connected. Oh, and I fucking hate <laughs> it. I hate it so much. Stop it. And I, I feel like I I've justified my point in it. No, you like, have. You have. I feel you like have. I have justified my opinion in this, and that I find it really, really interesting and engaging to get told a story from a world and a time that we're never going to experience ever again and just to experience it in the moment leave it alone and have that as a little as a little nugget that will always always treasure and and the the doctor strange episode is a perfect example of that because that is so wonderful like i can't i, I really can't praise that episode highly enough it's so so good but if you go back to that guy in some kind of team up thing where he kind of gets out and goes, "Oh, I've I, I did a thing and oh, okay, so here's an example of how they could do it. He does a thing with all his super powered. I'm a super Doctor Strange uh, with all these dimensional beings powers living inside me. I'm gonna break out of my universe and t- team up with all these other what if characters yeah. and stuff like that. That devalues his episode for me. It mm. just does. It just mm. does. I. Yeah. I, I get why some people might get excited for seeing a lot of different what-ifs, have their own little team-up thing. But honestly, for me, that just screams cookie-cutter cookie um, fan-pandering shite. And I hate it. <laughs> honestly, it, it just devalues the whole concept for me. And I am not on board with it at all. Well, you heard it here first. Um, just before we go on, so we've got two things to talk a little bit about. Um, we had, I'm not sure how we're going to get through all these. Um, just give me a 30 seconds. What's your answer to this one, Alex? Right. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's Venom now reportedly will meet Tom Holland's Spider-Man at some point. Okay. When do you think it's going to happen? Yes or no, do you like it? Venom 3... Well, because I saw this piece of news and yeah. they said that, and they <laughs> yeah. said venom and they said and it's venom a multiverse, 3. isn't it? It's gonna be a multiverse, and it's a multiverse thing. Fuck and I'm me. like, <sighs> Jesus, would it not be better to get venom into Spider Man as opposed to the other way around? Yeah, yeah, who gives a shit? Oh, because if it's venom, venom two's venom gotta be good, man. This venom two. <laughs> oh, I know. 
it's got to be good, man. Venom, Venom's not one that I am that interested in speculating upon. It's it's things that I will. There are there are movies that I will obviously see, but I'm just like, mm, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm off the train until you entice me on the train. I'm afraid on this one. <laughs> what if Captain America Zombie was on the train? Would that get you on there? Depends if the writing was good. We reference there. Oh, well, yeah, a wee bit of, uh, yeah, nice. Um, cool. Last little bit of Marvel. The Hawkeye trailer came out. That was interesting, wasn't it? I loved it. Also, I loved it. I'm, and I'm I love, sure, I love the Christmas theme. I'm sure that I knew that Hawkeye was getting a series before this trailer came out. But when it came out, I was it still surprised. I was you, really yeah. surprised. Yeah, did, yeah. Did you find this? Yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, the, the 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 whole Christmas vibe, the the fact that the, it looks like a New York Christmas movie type. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I'm getting Elf kind of vibes. I'm Home Alone Two. It's Home Alone Two all over, I'm, man. Yeah, I, and honestly, I'm I'm here for it. If they if they go really ham on the on on the Christmas aspect of it, and it's just like one little series that is just super Christmas themed. Yeah, I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, I I'm, think that'd I'm be really cool. I'm all in for that. Um. I, 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 as I said, I think it's going to be fun. There's a there's a little bit almost like comedy Hawkeye that's kind of like laced throughout. It's going to be great. Um, two other little things to, to just to finish up on. Want to hear your thoughts? Did you see the West Side Story trailer? I think it's an old one, but they've done a trailer Ooh, too for I was going to I was going to bring up the West Side Story trailer. Go for it, man. I actually watched yeah. it this morning. Yeah, send it, man. Okay, so trailer. I mean, it looks quite good. It looks like a musical. Because let's let's say one thing up top. I have never seen West Side Story, mm, mm. the original movie. No. And do you know what I'm really interested? And do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch this new one first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch this new one first because it will inevitably be not as good as the original, right? <laughs> as far as everyone is concerned. And I'm really interested to see how much of that is nostalgia and how much of it isn't because... Obviously, the music for West Side Story is legendary. It's written by Leonard Bernstein, yes. who is like one of the all-time greatest conductors and composers. Like he's course, just yeah. wonderful. And I feel like you know, you're still getting his music. It's being conducted in mm. the recordings by Gustavo Dudamel, who's oh, the Venezuelan okay. chief conductor of the LA Philharmonic. So you know, big big guns doing a mm. real job in the music. And the fact that you know, looking at the names in the production, the music, the fact that the music is so important and this gives me a lot of hope that it's going to be really, really good and it's going to sound incredible. Yeah. And so if the story's the, if the story's the same and the music is great and the choreography is good, then can somebody tell me the reason why this can't be as good as the original? Mm. Like that, that that's my kind of open-ended question that I don't expect anyone to answer, but I suspect that people will come away from it going, yeah, but I still prefer the original. And, I, and I'm really interested to see how much of that is nostalgia and how much of that is real, because I want to see this new one, then go watch the old one and go, well, I don't know, is it actually better? Yeah. I'm not no, sure. That, that's, uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it regardless, Alex. Fabulous. The final little bit that I want to talk about, a little stinger, Chris Nolan has leaked a little bit about his latest film, his new one, and it's going to be about uh, the atom bomb, the creating of the Manhattan Project. And oh. Is it Ad Anaheimer or Adaheimer? I can't remember the name of the professor. I, I probably butchered it and I could have done some research. Oppenheimer. So Adenheimer, yeah. I thought it was. Oppenheimer's atom bomb. Um, yeah. And basically all of the, the production companies said they would do this with him. Do you know who actually won the bid? Or who basically? It's it's it's. And just just as a comment onto this, I love it how 
Nolan says, I'm going to do a film. And the production companies have to bid for him as opposed to the other way around. Uh, like the production companies say they're going to do a movie and directors bid in or they get invited to do it. It's well, the other way. I love Nolan has flipped the model. Well, um, interestingly, aren't all of his films Warner Brothers? They are. Do you know who this is? So this isn't Warner Brothers. No. Oh, thank God, because they don't deserve him. Because, no. by the way, I don't know if you know, I've never said it before, Warner Brothers suck. Oh, they do, do they? That's yeah, they do. Know. Warner yeah. Brothers suck. Um, well, it's obviously in his company, so they bid for Syncope, right? But they, they've gone for him, right? They've gone okay. for him who owns Syncope. So if it's not Warner Brothers, I don't think it's Disney. No. Maybe Sony. Is it Sony? Mm-hmm. No. It's Sony. No, it's no, not it's Sony. Hmm. Ooh, is it MGM? No, it's MGM can bloody afford it. No, well, they've been bought by Amazon. Well, Universal. Insert Universal jingle that we did yeah. a, few, a few months back. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get a Universal Nolan film, which, fucking fine. Universal's solid, man. A little bit of Jurassic Park. Bit of Steven Spielberg. They've worked with the they've worked with the best. They yeah. they know what they're doing. I'm excited. Hopefully it'll have some time bending elements. Hopefully it'll have some real universal stakes. Maybe it'll have some other shit that happens in it. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. But mate, that's it. What do they have to do now? Well, tell you what they have to do now. They got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five star mm-hmm. rating if you mm-hmm. please. Very cheeky. You can also leave us a cheeky little review there tell us what you think about the show if you don't want to do that i don't want it to be too cheeky none of this like bum or like willy or any of this nonsense do you know what i mean don't don't use any sweary words i don't think you're allowed to i think apple won't won't allow it to happen what words would they allow would they allow like willy or poo or something you know like a little five-year-old cheeky word like (laughs) bobby Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, it works, but bo- works both ways. Uh, yeah, if you don't want to leave us a review, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love to see, read, and hear all of it. We, you can also find us on many other streaming platforms where you like to listen to your podcast, such as Spotify and the Acast app. And if you want to get more directly in contact with us at the podcast, you can get us on our email. Yeah, it's motionspod. Sorry, I was on my phone there. Motionspod at gmail.com. Yeah, it's Alex um, waffling. Just I, I was waffling. just talking out there, shit. And uh, we're also on the gram, starting conversations, putting up photos, um, making flans on the yeah. gram. Um, maybe an None of the above. Pi- an upside down piano cake. Yeah. I meant to say pineapple and I doubled down. On piano cake. I doubled upside down. That's what I did. Double yeah, upside exactly. down on piano cake. What are we doing next week? Oh, and, and actually, thank you so much to our, our graphic designer, KTC Graphic Design, where there's a small little treat, a little nugget, isn't there for them? Yeah, there is. What's if you go on to our Etsy store, which we'll link in the episode description, uh, you can buy one of our movie prints to decorate your wall. And uh, for our listeners, you'll get 20% off if you enter the code MotionsPod20 at checkout. Mm. What are they, what are we, what's the bloody thing next week? What is I've what's got, the next? I've got some options. Okay, go for it. I've got some. Oh, you want to decide right now? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to do everyone's talking about Jamie. I know that one's come out, but we have just done a musical. So yeah, if that's an option, take it off it. the table. Right. Okay. It, it, it entered my head as an option, but I took it out of my head for that reason. Okay. I'd love to take a lot of shit now, out of your head. We've done enough we've done enough episodes now where I can't remember what we've done and what we've not. Cool. <laughs> Have fine. we done Casino Royale? 
No, but we did do the bonds, the all the bonds, but we could do a focus in on Casino okay, Royale. Okay, so as I said, I had options. As I said, I have I had options. Okay, Casino Royale is an option. Are you talking about the the TV drama uh, from no, no, the no. 60s? No, no, <laughs> shut it. Right, Casino Royale. The Jimmy Bond. The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, or, now, what did I replace instead of everyone's talking about Jimmy? Because I did think about that. There was something else. I think I think the Matrix or bloody... Matrix? I think the Matrix is pretty safe. Do you know why? Because I'm going to have to bloody watch it again. And it's yeah. on my list to watch, so I'm going to sit and watch the Matrix. Oh, I, I, remember, I, remember the other, I remember the other one I thought. And it's just because I know nothing about it apart from the trailers I've seen. Cop Shop. Cop Shop looks fucking good, man. It looks oh, good. And I'm like, it's out. Um, after this week, we've got so many new releases to go see. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I would rather just chat around that when I'm moving forward or something. I, I think we want to do... Um, let, let's do The Matrix. I think The Matrix okay. is a good one. I think it's right. timely. I think we've got time. We've done Casino Royale. I mean, unless you want to do Casino Royale, right? In terms I, would of... love to, I would love to do uh, Or would you join to do Casino, Casino Royale? Royale? When, why don't we do that one the week before, Daniel Craig? When, when are we doing well, no, then it's Time two, to Die? Then it's two, two Bonds in a row. Oh, and we're... then we're going to have to watch the bloody calendar and the trail. Right, okay, let's just do this one off here. It's going to be one of those two, all right? Right, okay, fine. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you vote? Why don't we leave it to these people? Someone write in or email in which one you'd prefer. Yeah, but, people who I mean, email in, the ones that put it in reviews, do that way, right? I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay, I make, go. Make, 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 make no mistake, we're not listening to you, though. We'll make our own <laughs> decisions. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. And until next week, we'll see you then. Bye. All right, guys. Ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs>